Welcome back to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. Today's Friday. You know what that means? That is crucial conversations. I'm Don Wetrick. I'm Jamal Crook. Jamal, we've got an unusual podcast today. Um, not going to lie, it's going to take a little bit of a political turn, um, but I'm anxious to get into this with you. I didn't really prep you very much on today's show, and that was on purpose. But tell me what you know about universal basic income. <laughs> Sounds like um, Your something that Bernie Sanders would. Uh, Sounds like some Bernie Sanders <laughs> Sounds would. Sounds like something. Yeah, well, I, in, yeah. in a way, yes, in a way, not. <laughs> Um, coming up soon on the podcast, we're going to have on Andrew Yang. He is running for president and, uh, he's one of his campaigns that he's, uh, cam- like wanting to talk about is universal basic income. While I'm not going to necessarily go into the particulars of his plan, it's been interesting because people are starting to talk about it and some surprising people that it's, that they've supported it. But basically Jamal, one of the reasons why we start talking about basic universal income or universal basic income, UBI, is that, uh, well, let me ask you, when you go to the grocery store, is there one or two more automated checkout lanes from the last month? Oh, yeah. I feel like I should get a W-2 from Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's now has the kiosks. Oh, yeah. Sam's Club has the little price gun you can take with you. Yeah. I mean, this is just the things we can see. Retail... Um, call centers, of course, people are talking about truck driving. Mm-hmm. These things are going away. Yeah. It's not an if or when. I'm uh, sorry, it's not an if, it is a when. And so there's been some people uh, like Andrew and, and people in Silicon Valley have been kind of talking about this. And ironically enough, as early as Thomas Paine, they've been talking about it, as is Milton Friedman. There's this question going, okay, so if 30% of people lose their jobs in the next seven to 10 years, what do we do? And one of the things that has been proposed is, matter of fact, I think it was like 10 years ago, Bill Gates said, well, you know, we need to start taxing the robots. And everybody's like, oh, Bill, you're so silly. And now, you know what we're talking about? Taxing the robots. robots. Yeah. Hmm. So there's basically a plan to say, well, by the way, if you live in Alaska, you get paid every month to, I'm sorry, you get paid every year to live in Alaska. The oil, Mm -hmm. like to incentivize people to live there, the oil companies like paid somebody or you every year to live there. Same thing, except now the new oil is technology. There's enough oil money, they could pay every person in Alaska. Well, you know who's making a lot of money? Hmm. Amazon. You know who's not hiring very many people? Amazon. Yeah. Like I actually, I'm mesmerized by these videos coming out on, on their new distribution centers and how many, how many people you don't see. Mm-hmm. So essentially there's a plan to say, hey, we need to start taxing the companies that keep automating and eliminating people. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Huh, I think, I think if we begin to tax those who are innovators, those people who have found a way to save money, um, within their companies and make their companies more profitable, I think you kind of disrupt the the true capitalistic market that um, has made the United States what the United States is today. I think um, if and 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 it, it kind of goes to the mindset that everybody is a winner is kind of what I'm hearing. 
the more you talk about uh, universal basic income. As opposed to saying, well, we should tax the robots, right? What are the opportunities that have been created? Because there is going to be a void, right? And I don't know about you, but when I go to Walmart, I still like the person interaction, right? Um, To say, well, hey, you know, ring my groceries up. If I have a discrepancy, I don't have to put in a code or go get a manager to put in a code for my banana. Like there's someone there who is trained. So yeah, it, it does, you know, technology and the robots, they're, they're pulling those things away, but why penalize Amazon for being smart? Well, you know what Amazon still really wants? Hmm. Paying customers. Yep. If you're broke, you're not going to buy anything from Amazon. Mm. So, so then, so then, so and, and, and then. So, but hold on a second, jump on. I can't believe this. By the way, uh, if you're if you're checking the dial on your radio, yes, uh, I'm just going to state the obvious. The black guy on this one is more conservative than the white guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, like Amazon keeps hiring fewer and fewer people, which means by definition, your profit margins have to go up. Right. What so, a what an amazing I know. Okay, thing. so I know I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're saying, but like, oh god, I am starting to sound like a socialist, aren't I? I <laughs> <laughs> what have I become? But I but like I don't like I still so, think go ahead. So everybody gets a trophy now because Amazon is crushing it. They're I knocking the ball out the park. I agree. So, so now Amazon then has to for their innovation. For, for their forward thinking, they have to now say, well, hmm. As opposed to people saying, well, I know in five years that there are going to be um, less jobs. You know, these robots are, are taking over. Well, then that means that, that there is a new market and I should probably get into the robot business if I'm, a, if I'm a grocery store. Or I should probably get into the business of delivering groceries. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I should, it should come straight to your door. Well, you shouldn't I mean, I, I, I think that's, store anymore. That's innovation, and 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 right. that's where we're going now. That times this this is where I paint myself in the corner because in some of these things I don't like what I see. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like it, but at the same time, like I, you know, there's been some people talking. I just remember the look in Elon Musk's eyes before he took the hit of marijuana when he was talking about <laughs> him. He's like, he looks scared. He's like, it's it's too late. Like no business is now going to say, Hey, let's, let's stop innovating because it's cost effective. Let's make sure we do it the more expensive way. Right. Even though the expensive way is keeping more people employed. Like it's the point of no return. I am a little bit scared by that. I too like talking to people, Jamal. Mm -hmm. I too like, even though when people don't even like talking to me, I'm like, Hey, Mm -hmm. crazy weather we're having. Like and they keep scanning me faster. But no, I like, I, I do like it. And I, and I've seen the, the the movie Wally. I don't right. want us all to be doing nothing except watching TV. But every now and then I think about it. Like their point was is like we're gonna have a day where people aren't gonna do anything and they're not get, gonna interact with other people. They're just gonna look at a screen. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's not futuristic. That's here. So so what drives Amazon? So you gotta start thinking because as you're talking, I'm thinking okay, as opposed to universal basic income as a means to solve our Amazon problem. So I'm, I'm think, think back to before, you know, we had, you know, cars, right? And, you know, people sold horses, right? 
and they rode horses. And then you had the four brothers and some other people that came together that they made a car that, you know, people could generally afford. What became the big business then? Was it horses? Oh, I guess what was the opportunity? Was the opportunity horses or was it making cars? Yeah. So, right. So then Ford created a lot of jobs because horses now are obsolete, right? Now I, now I need to become a mechanic, right? Because we have to maintain the cars, right? So that's a whole nother industry, right? There were mechanics before. I, but I, I'm not arguing that we're not going to innovate new jobs. It's just the speed in which we're doing it. We've never seen this. And there's just and like the average 45-year-old retail worker is not going to all of a sudden become a software engineer in the next he five better. years. It's he just, it's, it's not going to happen. He better. Listen, things don't happen to you. They happen because of you. I agree. But like, Jamal, you really think that the average, so a 45 year old, let's say truck driver or retail worker, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're like, Hey, there's change coming. You better learn how to be a software engineer. You think an aging 47 year old software engineer is going to get a job over the 22 year old? You think an employer is going to look at somebody healthier and younger and is a digital native as opposed to somebody that has got some health problems because of their age? Mm. I mean, the competitiveness isn't there. We're going to have a large pool of people, whether Mm. we like it or not, and they're not going to go quietly. They're going to be angry. They're going to be pissed. And this is the one thing I picked up on listening to Andrew Yang. I didn't realize this until I did the research myself. The middle-aged suicide epidemic, we talk mm-hmm. about teens killing themselves. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm. I had no idea the middle-aged epidemic, and especially mm. middle-aged white males mm. who are in uh, who are a lot of them, and I'm not saying this to be mean, mm-hmm. a lot of them are not even trying to be employed. Mm. And they're playing right now a lot of Xbox, living with their parents. Hmm. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm taking no pride in saying that because that was in his, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I've got a podcast with him later. I should say this, but like that was in his book. Like there's a lot of guys mm-hmm. that are, they're done. They don't even show up on the employment numbers anymore because they're not even trying. Hmm. I, like we got to have some solution. And I, you know, I, I agree. I, I, I don't think that, I don't think that Amazon and Google and Microsoft are like, yeah, Texas an extra 25%. Yippee. Right. But if, if 30% of our citizens do not have any sort of hope for a job, what do we do? Man, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I, maybe I'm young and naive, but I just see so much opportunity. There are 30% of the people don't have a job because of a new industry a, a budding industry i mean i mean what 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 are the opportunities there that people can do because those those people those people will need to be serviced right yeah in no some, I, in some capacity right yeah. i don't if i'm 45 and i've and i've been a truck driver and i have leadership experience right i don't have to learn how to make the robot right but if there's 30% of the people without a job ranging from, you know, 25 to, you know, 45, right? If that's, if that's my range, maybe, maybe I could be on the ground level to start a school to, to show people how to make robots or how to, how to successfully install them. I could, I could create. 
an installation business. I, I will come and install all, all your, and we'll maintain them. I don't have to necessarily know how to do the digital aspect of it, but what an opportunity, right? Because you may not be paying someone to bag your groceries, but you're going to need someone who can maintain that, that machinery. If I were that guy or girl at that age range, which actually I am, <laughs> I'd, I'd be starting therapy centers. Right. Look at that. No, so no joke. What a, no joke. Say, but that's another opportunity. I, I, I think that, and again, it's, it's somewhat ironic that the guy who in the last seven years has been t- signing off of opportunities are everywhere. That's because I work with kids and they're optimistic right. and they'll find those opportunities. When you've got somebody that all of a sudden realizes that they're done, it mm-hmm. is, and I'm not saying this to be awful, but it is hard to teach an old guy new tricks. So, well, I, well, I, I believe in humanity, right? I, no, I, I do too. Well, but and, 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 and proving your point even more, and again, I've seen certain, I'm just going to come out and say it, like our students went and visited an Indian reservation, and mm-hmm. that's UBI. It's, it's, not, it's not good. You know, and I felt terrible because they're like, they didn't have to work. They were getting money from the government. And uh, I, mm. and, and then of course, this is when people start switching their brains of, because we're living in a scarcity mindset. Maybe we're working towards this, you know, this rule of abundance, right? And, right. and this is my last point where, you know, when you see some guy running down the road, you don't get mad at him for taking up all the oxygen because there's an abundance of oxygen. Mm-hmm. So you're like, that's cool. So in the age of where if, if, if basically things get cheaper and cheaper because it's produced by fewer and fewer people, we might have enough just to get by on what we want to do and what we want to do not because we no longer have to do, you know, in the movie Wally, you're cho- it's your choice to do whatever you want. Now, unfortunately, what everybody wanted to do is sit by the pool and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll always ask people this when people say, well, then what do I do? Matter of fact, it's funny. Somebody Instagram messaged me, which is funny because I don't really do Instagram that much, but mm-hmm. this guy messaged me. He's like, I don't know what my passion is. What my passion is. And I said this, and this is the same thing I do. If you had universal basic income and if you didn't have to worry about anything, if you won $5 million, what would you do for the next 10 years? And people say, oh, I'd drink my ties on the beach. You'd be bored after a week. Well, I'd travel the world. You'd be bored after three months. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You know what I think most people's answer is? Mm. I'd, help, I'd help people. Yeah. Yeah. If money is off the table <clears throat> and we basically don't have to worry about food because it's unbelievably inexpensive. We don't mm-hmm. have to worry about shelter, which by the way, we were talking about this in class and some of my kids are like, you know that Amazon's eventually going to build high-rise towers called the Amazon Towers and people can live there and get free Prime membership. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. But if money, if money weren't a thing, I think that most people would want to help each other. This is true, but you know, you, I, I think, I think you, just looking back at just a, a point of reference or a data point, before there was money, people bartered their services. I'll do this for you. I'll come build you a hut if you can, you know, check out this lump on my neck. Or <laughs> seriously, like I'll, I'll do that for you. Right? So, no, so, you're right. So there's there's always going to be some form of exchange, like because because at the end of the day, Amazon creates. A, you know how nice it is to just get on the computer and two days later, like I ordered some, you know, curriculum 
uh, some some little workbooks from my school on Amazon, and they they were here like the, that same week. They guaranteed that they would be here that same week, and they and and sure enough, it was there. Like they provided me a service. So in exchange for what represents my time and my effort, right? I and so we bartered our our services effectively. So that, that there's always going to be some form of exchange of services because I mean. If, even if you don't work, you still need to eat. You still need to have, you, you got to maintain whatever it is that you live in, unless you're just going to live in filth. And most people are not living in filth, right? So you, you really have to, you, I don't think universal basic income is the solution. Because really, if, if you say, well, $1,000 per person or $2,000 per person, that's not really life-changing money. No, I totally agree. And matter of fact, uh, Alicia and I were talking about it this morning. It, it would almost unfairly, I hate to say this, it would almost unfairly benefit me for forever. Because you know what I'd do with that $1,000? Hmm. Invest it. Right. And, and law of compounding interest, like, no, that, that is to say that, you know, I'm 46 and I, I have, a, you know, I'm a saver. Um, so it, it'd be a little bit different for people that have a, a accumulated a, a savings. Mm-hmm. Um, but my gosh, I could ride that savings on out. But obviously, as the world you know trends younger, uh, you could have it to where people's basic things. Because in 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 the year in the year two thousand nineteen, you're right. A thousand dollars may not mean a whole lot, but it's something. Um, uh, but I, I still think like, well, dude. A plasma TV in 2006 was what? $2,000? Yep. You, can, you can't even find plasma TVs. You can now find a 32-inch mm-hmm. 1080i for 200 mm-hmm. bucks. Right. Things, things get cheaper with technology. And right. I think the same thing. I think we're going to start looking at 3D printed meat. I think we're going to start looking at... <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. So, you oh, know, you, no. you know my affinity for, for, uh, for oh. Freakonomics. They did a podcast on Burgers, And they're like, no, seriously, you can't taste the difference. And you'll just have to listen to that one for yourself. No. I, know you, I know you'll think I'm crazy. So, well, you already know, but that's okay. Uh, I have a, I have a better solution. This is my last point. All right, right. As opposed to universal basic income. By the way, if you convince me, I'm your campaign manager. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> so as opposed to universal basic income, right? So if we're going to tax the robots, we have to tax tax it, tax the robots in a way that teaches men to fish, as opposed to giving them a fish, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to create that, we take that same money right because the uh, the goal is to really help people in this turn right so now as opposed to the amazon saying because amazon has a, has a market they've eliminated a lot of jobs right either we're going to teach you how to be an amazon right or we're going to teach you how to uh, work on the things that make amazon amazon or we're going to give you some skill sets right so basically we can use it for school or any kind of training that will push us into the new, I don't know, millennium. Right? See, that sounds like a, 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 a cryptocurrency kind of ledger. And I wouldn't mind. Like, if we could incentivize, like, goodwill. Like, oh, well, I said, you know, if you won $5 million, what would you do? I'd help people. We may be able to monetize that. If, yeah. you, could, if you could have a ledger, and like, look, there's an old lady that lives down my street, and she could not carry her groceries. I spent 15 minutes 
carrying their groceries. And then I went around the neighborhood and I found the other senior citizens. I helped them too. Maybe that's, I don't know. That's, like, a, jo- like, that's a job. Like think about it. Absolutely. They help, they'll pay for it. I, I, I think it, if you're asking me, I think that we also start taking a look at getting credits and incentives on people that are going unpaid, but doing great jobs. Like my mom, mm-hmm. she raised me. You know, mm-hmm. some might question how well she did. <laughs> you owe her some money, don't you? <laughs> so, no, I want her to have some money. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's some sort, you know, sort of social currency that uh, we can create. No, but I'm and not saying great. And incentivize. I know you're not, but like I'm trying to build on that because yeah. I agree, but that's hard to define on how you proved that you taught the man how to fish especially in a dwindling market of what's necessary, what's needed. Although I will say, although I will say, you know what's always popular? If you watch Wally, what was the only job left? I have no Entertainment. Idea. Entertainment. Oh. oh, you got, please watch it. Yeah. Please watch it. Entertainment. It's, it's, it's entertainment. Huh. The guy that makes music, the girl that makes the movies, the guy that makes the, you know, the girl that makes the, the entertainers, there's, oh, I don't think they're going away. No, because because it's leisure, you know. That, that's the, like you know, it's like almost like the guy who makes the casket will always be in business. <laughs> <laughs> always, you know. If you sing, we want to be entertained. We we live to be entertained. That's why music is such a yeah industry. And 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 I don't want to end it because I feel I feel like in in a way you you inserted a, an idea in my idea that wasn't. I want to keep my idea pure. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I'm really saying did I did I infect did I infect <laughs> your idea all right keep yeah. going so what I what, what I'm really saying is if as a use that money I mean build a learning institute on how to build robots I mean and I'm saying robots but put the money back into in, into college I know how we feel about college it started up or put the money in the community to teach people how to create business because that's all Amazon did you had some dudes or girls who were innovative enough to see something that wasn't there before. So if we can teach people to do that, as opposed to just giving them fish, because think about it, after the people at Amazon die, who's going to take over Amazon? It's a machine. But it's a machine now. I but, know. But I you know. Still, people, people make the machine. So who's going to take that over? If we have a whole bunch of people who are complacent yeah. and receiving government funds, I mean, if, if my life is good, you know, I, I'm enjoying life. All my bills are paid. I can go on a you know vacation because I mean I would use that money for vacation, whatever, right? I think crime would go down then. Ah uh, no, crime would go down because you I still do. have people. I, I mean, well, I, I'm yeah. trying to see. This is my pure idea. <laughs> okay, I'm hoping that when everybody has their basic needs met, and mm-hmm. I know that's I know that's hard to define, but I think once it starts leveling out, I think that people would start pursuing interests instead of. You know, because I think at the heart of a lot of jealousy is you've got more than me. Well, I don't know. Every now and then I hear myself talking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have I become? But at the same time, like, look, I'm just I'm scared in some ways of what's going away. But here's my last point on all this. And I know that you'll agree with me on this one. Mm -hmm. This is a great conversation in middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. Maybe even maybe even upper elementaries. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What do they think? We had a knockdown, drag out, awesome conversation. Matter of fact, I ended up putting it up on uh, on Periscope just because I knew that uh, Andrew Yang was watching. We had a little back and forth on Twitter, and uh, 
my students were, I mean, same thing. I mean, it was, they made some great points on why this is the worst idea ever. And they made some great points on, uh, we better consider it. So no matter what, no matter Jamal's pure idea, my crazy, wacky utopia, <laughs> um, if it's our job to prepare kids for the future, mm, mm, this is future talk. Mm-hmm. And I think that our students are going to be able to get some insights. They're going to bring up something like, oh, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Something that we didn't talk about today. So I, you know, we are technically at our very heart an educational podcast. And, and while I had fun talking about this wacky UBI thing, I think it's very mm-hmm. much an educational experience. It is. I 100% agree with that point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is Jamal. I appreciate your candor. Um, if you guys need anything, if you ever want to uh, offer up, actually, we had some requests for bringing people on the podcast. We need to get around to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had two requests this week, and I haven't gotten back with them, so I guess I should. So, if you know of somebody uh, that might want to be on the show and it would be an interesting guest, we might do that. Also, topics like this. What are some things, you know, we talked about should college athletes be paid? Now we're talking about UBI. So we don't want to talk about just pencils and paper and ed tech and discipline. We want to talk about some things that are a little out there as well. So, Jamal, last thoughts? Man, I just, we just got to continue to move in the right direction um, as as far as education is concerned and just the world in general. (laughs) Um, very, 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 very telling thoughts today. Yeah. Uh, just one thing. I, maybe this is a tease because we did, we have not talked about this. Maybe next, and I know it's now been almost a month since it happened. Should we open up Pandora's box and talk about the Jesse Smollett thing? Oh, gee, man. <laughs> um, I don't know. What, what do our listeners think? Yeah, that's true. If, it's true. Yeah, we'll throw that out to them. Throw that out. If, if that's already a, was my kids say, if that's already a dead meme, we won't do it. Oh my yeah. gosh, I've been told what dead memes are. I tried to do a, anyway, I'm not cool. I'm not cool anymore, Jamal. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not young like you are. All right, well, thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you have any feedback for us, let us know on Twitter or on Facebook. You can find Jamal at... Jamal at startupinnovation.com, Jamal Crook on Twitter, and Jamal Crook on Facebook. And same thing to hear Don Wetrick on Facebook, at Don Wetrick on Twitter, or Don Wetrick at startupinnovation.com. All right, thank you so much. This is Don Wetrick for Jamal Crook, reminding you there's opportunities everywhere. We'll see you.